You're listening to Crunch Time, the hottest young pod in the world of sports. Welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey. I'm David. And I'm Sam. In today's episode, we're going to be giving our opinions on who will be the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks for the upcoming NFL season, assuming that it happens. So, David, let's get right into it. I think we can all agree that Patrick Mahomes should be on our list. He was he was Super Bowl winning quarterback MVP two seasons ago. This guy is a fantasy star. Definitely in my top 10, possibly even top three. I really like him a lot because so many weapons, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, and he's got a now a solid backfield in Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So I like him a lot. I'd have to put him top ten for sure. Wait, yeah, but I def- I want to raise a quick question as we just started. Do you think Patrick Mahomes is a more valuable quarterback than Lamar Jackson going into the season? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, well for I, fantasy or yeah, for fantasy, I think fantasy, it's actually Lamar. Yeah. Well, yeah, well for yeah, but if you're talking about more general valuable, uh, I think it's Mahomes just because of like how good of an athlete he is and how talented he is and how, his, like, winning background. But, like, if we're talking about fantasy, which we are on this podcast, it's Lamar. Yeah, like, I, think, I think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, but I'm going to draft Lamar over Mahomes because Lamar's ability to run, too, that gives him, st- like, extra points as well. He, he does it all. So I definitely think Lamar and Mahomes should definitely be on both of our lists. Um, both incredible players. Lamar Jackson, his ability to run is pretty special, very athletic. He also has a good arm. And Mahomes – got a cannon. Yeah, like you said, David, he's got a lot of assets, a lot of guys to throw to, Super Bowl champs. So I think those two are definitely at the top of the list. I think the reason that I'm going to – I obviously think Mahomes is a, a more valuable quarterback to have on the team. He's a winner. Lamar can't perform really when it matters, as we've seen in the playoffs. But the reason that Lamar's a better fantasy quarterback is simply strength of schedule. Patrick Mahomes has to play a tough well, Chargers defense. Well, Lamar's a better runner, so that's going to get him points. All Rushing guards are huge. I agree. But the Chiefs have a, a harder schedule. They play the Chargers, who have a very good defense, twice. And they play uh, Oakland, who actually improved their defense tremendously. They're not going to be a struggle to them. I don't, that's not why Lamar's a more valuable quarterback. They play the Broncos twice, too. He's a much better athlete. He's a much better runner. That's just that's Ravens, simple. The Ravens, uh, ESPN did a report on who had the easiest schedule in the NFL, and the Ravens came up as number one. I'm not disagreeing with you, but that's not why Lamar's a more valuable quarterback. For fantasy, 110%. No. I, I, I don't think it's 110% like you're saying, Sam. But, like, I think Lamar, I'm going to, if, like, if they're both on the board, I'm going to take Lamar over Patrick Mahomes just for fantasy because Lamar. Like, he, he just does it all. Like, he's more versatile. But, like, Mahomes, if I'm going to take it in, like, a real-life game, like, who's a better quarterback? Then it's going to be Mahomes. But for a fantasy, like, since we're talking about fantasy, I'm going to go with Lamar. Exactly. All right, so I think another quarterback that we should all have on our list is Russell Wilson, um, the Seattle Seahawks. Last year, he had a great year with the Seahawks. Um, I think this year, you know, his receivers, such as DK Metcalf, they have another year of experience. I think he's going to have a great year. Wilson's got a cannon for an arm. Like, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The Seahawks overall are a great team. You know, like, they're going to support Wilson. He's going to get a lot of passes off. So, I definitely think that we should all have him on our list. And Yeah, Mikey, I agree. I think Wilson is, is a top three playmaking quarterback in the NFL. Like, with Lamar and possibly Mahomes. I like him also for that. But... Just because of his his athleticism is fantastic, and I don't I would not be surprised if we 
if he wins MVP this season. I do not think they're going to give it to Lamar back-to-back, or I don't even think they're going to give it to Mahomes this year. I think Wilson have a breakout year. As you mentioned, DK with another year under his belt and a full, healthy Tyler Lockett. It's a pretty solid offense. And a healthy Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. That's also really good. I think so uh, I like that. I like that offense a lot. And if Wilson stays healthy, as I presume he will, yeah, he's pretty consistent. That that could that could possibly be a division winner over the 49ers. Okay, I agree with everything you're saying about Wilson, but the reason that Wilson is going to be, I think Wilson could finish the year the third best fantasy quarterback. I really think he will finish the year the third best fantasy quarterback. They have the deepest tight end squad in the entire NFL. They just acquired Olsen. They have Will Disley coming back from injury. I don't know if you guys realize this. Will Disley was the number one PPR fantasy tight end before he went down. I don't know if you guys realize that, but that's pretty remarkable. Assuming he comes back close to full potential because he's had a long time to recover now with the quarantine, that's going to be a huge asset for Wilson. They're bringing back Hollister and Wilson. Those are four deadly tight ends. What week, what week did he go down? I think week five or six. He was on. Well, then that's not really saying much. That's like five weeks. I, Austin Hooper was the best tight end for the majority of last season for fantasy in every league, standard and PPR, for about, I believe, like 13 weeks. Then he got injured. No, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not saying Will Disley because he tore his ACL. I'm not saying he's going to come back for 100%. But he has the deepest tight end squad in the NFL, and the Seahawks like to utilize the tight end. And many exactly. people do not realize that, like, Wilson's a great tight end uh, thrower as well. Yeah, exactly. Wilson uses that's... all of his wide receivers like evenly. I think, like you know, like DK. Yeah, like there. I don't. I can't see there being like a big number number one guy. Like no one really like concrete uh, yeah. number one. I think he's gonna share the ball. I think that's one of the best things for Wilson. And you know, maybe if you're a Seahawks wide receiver, it's not the best. But exactly. for quarter... it's good for Wilson. But it's, it's good for Wilson. Like for me, maybe for DK, if they have such a deep tight end like team, then yeah, maybe it's not great for the wide receivers. But for fantasy and for Wilson. Since, you know, their offense is really good, he's got a lot of people to throw to. I think it's going to help him. And even like you said, with Chris Carson, you know, he could throw it to the backfield. They could get him some yards. So I definitely think that, you know, Wilson's going to have a big year like he did. Also, this is the problem with drafting a Seahawks wide receiver. The cornerbacks in that division are unreal. You got Ramsey. You got Sherman. Sherman, yeah. It's really – it's not a great situation. Wilson always actually performs better when he plays against stronger teams statistically. Yeah. That's just how he operates. He always rises to the occasion. But I think uh, for guys like DK Metcalf, I think he'll definitely improve. But as a – like in game situations when it comes down the stretch, I think he'll improve in the clutch. But for fantasy, it's going to be just so difficult with some of these tough cornerbacks in that division. I completely agree with that. That's true. All right, next I want to bring up um, Kyler Murray. So, David, what do you have about Kyler Murray? What are your thoughts on Okay, well, I actually do like his stats a lot from last season. He threw for 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, but he did get sacked 48 times, which I hope improves. But you have to think about this. I believe he's going to have a more even interception-to-touchdown ratio similar to Jameis Winston last year. Don't get me wrong, Jameis Winston is a pretty bad quarterback, but he was a great fantasy quarterback last year. Like, top five, I believe. Yeah, no, actually, he was, like, I think he was, yeah, the third best quarterback. He had, uh, it depended on leagues, because some leagues, uh, interceptions are actually valued more, and he actually threw a Yeah, that's true, but for the majority of leagues, touchdowns are worth more than interceptions. Uh, I'm not going to argue they they should be equal, but I'm not going to argue touchdowns should be more valuable. But I think he averaged 21 points per game. Yes. I just think that, like, Kyler Murray this year, yes, he is Hopkins, but 
he's not the best quarterback. He's not going to all of a sudden become a Pro Bowl quarterback because he's Hopkins. I think he's a very inaccurate quarterback. Last season, his completion percentage was only 64%. So, right. yes, Hopkins, but I think he's going to be very consistent. I could see a lot of turnovers this year. Well, he, yeah, he's also in that same Seahawks, Niners, Rams division. Strong. Yeah. They're a t- that's a tough schedule, especially yeah, so, for a young quarterback such as Kyler Murray. Exactly. With also, they have to play like every single team in the AFC East this year, and they also have yeah, pretty tough exactly. defenses. Those two divisions have the toughest schedules. And for young quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, Sam Darnold, I think for fantasy especially – with that tough of a schedule, it's just going to be kind of rough for them. I don't know if I would, you know, I think Kyler Murray, he's going to be good. Like, you know, like I like what you said, David, like he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns, but interceptions. Definitely he's going to get the ball up a lot to Hopkins. So I would pick him. He's I not at never. the top of my list, but. Yeah, I if I if I had I to come down between him, him and somebody else, like maybe like Dak or I don't know, maybe like Baker, I'd probably pick Murray. Okay, that's fair. This, this is this is the problem with it. You, yes, I think Kyler Murray is going to have a much improved season, but I'm not a guy who's willing to take a quarterback in the fourth round. That's not who I am. I like to stack up on wide receivers. Well, it depends. I think I think if Lamar is available at, like fourth round and you have a solid two wide receiver, one running back set, I may take a quarterback. Listen, if you've got someone in your draft that you know prioritizes on quarterbacks and they're going to pick, you know, Mahomes going to be third round, Lamar, like, so early. Because, Sam, people may take a tight end, but no offense could be available late. So I think if Kyler Murray's available, you know, like, later rounds, I definitely think you should go for him. Like, you know, I don't think he's that good enough that I would pick him so early in the draft. But, you know, like like you said, Sam, I would rather stock up on wide receivers and running backs and then get Kyler because that would be a good team. I'm not going to waste it on just, like, a bigger, better quarterback. So, I think Kyler, definitely very solid. He definitely deserves to be on this list of the top 10 quarterbacks the upcoming season in fantasy. I just don't think he's, he's like, at the top, you know? It's just an unfortunate yeah. situation because in any other division, really. Yeah, exactly. Well, besides the AFC East, but if it was, like... I mean, he'd, he'd have... I'd say the AFC South is a good place for them for def- defense. Jaguars don't really – they just got rid of everyone. Then you have the Colts with a solid defense, but right. Texans not really. Like, I don't know. There are a lot of divisions with the weak defenses, but I think that one stands out to me. Yeah, but this is just a rough division for Kyler, like as a young quarterback. I mean, it's just – it's well, not going to be easy. That's, it's that's not going to be easy. That's how he's going to grow at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to – Hopefully I, he does grow. He's going to adapt to it very well. He he's going to handle it, like, yeah. professionally. I think he's going to live up. To some of the hype, and you know, it's kind of cool. Like, he's so young, he's he, got arguably yeah. the best wide receiver in the league, DeAndre Hopkins. So, I think he really if he if he utilizes his mobility, that's huge for him. Yeah, exactly. I, I definitely agree with that. All right, let's look next into Tom Brady. All right, um, we're Jets fans, we don't like Tom Brady, you know. But another thing about Tom Brady is he's I don't know if he's ever been like the best, you know, fantasy quarterback, he's never gotten too many points. Yeah, he's an incredible quarterback on the field, but for fantasy. You know, with the Patriots, they've never had such an incredible, like, wide receivers. But now I feel like with, you know, Gronk, you may say he's a little washed, but he's still going to be valuable to him. And Godwin and Evans, I think this is going to be actually a pretty – it's going to be a decent year for Brady fantasy-wise. I'm actually – I actually think he's going to do pretty well. I, I agree. On the list. Last year – yeah, last year he didn't have a good fantasy year because yeah. he didn't have any receivers. Yeah, All he, he had was Edmund. This year is Gronk, Evans, Godwin, and I think – I don't know. Maybe they can get a solid running back throughout the season, but like he's got a pretty insane offense. And now with Tristan Wirfs, like 
That's a really good team. Yeah, no, I agree. I They've got good offensive line too with the draft. I think I think all the pieces are there for exactly Brady to have a big year. Like they're just ready for him. I think knowing Tom Brady, knowing how good he is, he's going to take advantage of the situation he's in with such a good receivers. And you know, yeah, like he's old, but like he's got such talented people. He's has such good chemistry with Gronkowski from being with him from the Patriots. So I think it's going to be a good connection there. And Brady, you know. This year, I would actually draft him in a fantasy draft. Uh, this yeah, is but I'm not going to take him early, similar no, to Murray. Definitely not. No. Yeah, similar this to Murray, the, not early. This is the situation where I take a quarterback sixth or seventh round, and I just try and mm-hmm. work my team around the running back and wide receiver. And I think Brady's going to have his best fantasy year in the last like five or so years. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because, yeah, the Saints are good, but their defense isn't the most consistent. I mean, the Panthers, like – Come on now, they're not great defense, and the Falcons don't have a great defense. What separates this division is the offense, not the defense. These are games that are going to be high scoring, yeah, uh, yeah, down the stretch, and that's where Brady thrives. He is one of the deepest tight end squads in the NFL. He has Cameron Brady, he has OJ Howard, and he has Gronk. That's obviously great. He he's coming back to a team where he still has Godwin and Evans. Evans going to be healthy. I mean, Ronald Jones is back. They got a new running back, Keyshawn Vaughn, who's a great blocking back for Brady. The offensive line has improved. I really would invest in Brady this season. It's really low low uh, risk, high reward, because Brady has something to prove this season. If he doesn't perform, I think his legacy is at stake, and Brady's definitely aware of that. I would really – I'm very high on Brady right now. Yeah, just knowing Tom Brady, I have a lot of respect for him. I don't like him, but, you know, just – we as Jets fans, we've seen it like time and time again. He'll step up in the clutch. He'll make the plays. So I think, and you know, he's made such great like plays and down in, in the clutch with the Patriots, not having great wide receivers. So he wouldn't get that many fantasy points. But now with, like you said, Sam, yeah, they do have a deep tight end unit. They've got a lot of great wide receivers. He's got connections, chemistry, even like the old line they boosted up. So I definitely think it's there for Brady to thrive in this situation and. You know, if it's sixth or seventh round, I'm actually going to take Brady. I know a lot of people say it might be risky. He's going to be washed. But with the wide receivers he has, I definitely think he's going to be good. The last time Brady had good receivers is like the Edelman, Amendola. Yeah. uh, Whoever was uh, Gronkowski. Like that was Wes Welker. Wes Welker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was a that was a really good team. And Brady thrived fantasy wise. That was his best year I could remember. Uh he absolutely killed it. And this is and they had a lot to prove. People were hating on the Patriots for losing to the Giants in the playoffs. He absolutely killed it that season. Right. I think it's a similar situation because people are questioning if Brady's the greatest of all time now with the bad season he had last year. He started off great. He kind of fell off towards the end of the season. He has the weapons. He's got to make it happen. Yeah, I, I agree. I think another quarterback then we – I think that we can all agree with this is a bit controversial, but I think Josh Allen. No, as we mentioned not, before about no, Lamar, I agree. That's not controversial at all, though. But continue. I think it's controversial because what like we mentioned schedule. how Lamar's mobility helped him a lot for fantasy. I think that's the same with Josh Allen because he's a really mobile quarterback. Not many people understand that, um, but if you watch football, you would know that. And I feel like now with more weapons than Stephon Diggs and John Brown, like it's a pretty solid offense again. Um, I just think the only problem with him is his interceptions. Yeah, wait, hold on. I think he, he if he guys, works wait, on ball security, then hey, give me two he's a really good player. No, 
Uh, I agree with everything you said, actually, but I don't think that's his only problem. I think he'll fix that for sure. He'll fix his interception. Yeah, it's going it's going down on the on the rate, but I just think that's something to look out for. Yes, but I think something to actually look out for more is the strength of schedule. That's the biggest red flag. Playing the Jets. Well, they're, I think they're going to win the division anyway. Oh no, hundred percent. But still, these this is the division that's going to be low scoring, opposed to who the. Uh, Buccaneers yeah. are playing. This is low-scoring games. This is down to the wire. Which a, a lot about defense. Exactly. Uh, this is not the highest-scoring division. The quarterbacks are not elite. So what the Bills' defense is what's going to have to step up. But I yeah. think Allen will definitely rise to the challenge. What's going to separate him? I think Diggs is going to have an unbelievable year. I disagree. I re- you disagree? Yeah. I disagree. Okay. What What do you disagree with? That Diggs is going to have that good of a year. Like. I, I just need to see it play out. Like, Stefan Diggs, yeah, he was good with the Vikings. But, like, I never saw anything like that that special with him. That's just my opinion. After no way. Yeah. You've never seen anything Diggs. Oh. When Diggs is on fire and he's happy where he is, Diggs yeah, is so Yeah, but I would like more right consistency now. from I just well, listen. I need to see it's him. Not, I, don't think I need to see him with the Bills. Like, everyone's hyping up the Bills. Like, they've never played together, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Like, I know. They, they, they just met and were throwing footballs around the other day. I'm. Oh, yeah, but, like, come on. They've never played in, like, a game-like setting with yeah. each other. So And they've actually never met before. And, yeah, like, I, I just feel like the Bills, they're, like, going to be overhyped. Yeah, Josh Allen, he's a great quarterback. I had him on my team last year. He did, he did great things. Almost won my league with him, you know. And Yeah, but, M- Mikey, I don't think it's only going to be Diggs. I know Sam mentioned Diggs said have a great year, but they also have Colt Beasley, who's a great slant runner and great route yeah, runner. John Brown is a good deep ball and thrower. Dawson and then no, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the fact that he has plenty of people to throw to. I'm just saying. Like, Stefan Diggs, since they have, like, better wide receivers, I don't know, like, how much, like, of Stefan Diggs, like, is going to get. Because I think Josh Allen, you know, he's not, like, a selfish quarterback. Like, he's not going to just stick to one wide receiver. He's going to share the ball a lot. So, like, I think Josh Allen's going to be great. But I don't know, like, for the wide receivers. Like like we said for the Seahawks, I think it's going to be a similar yeah, situation. It's the exact same situation. I think it's just going to be the same situation because they've got, like, a lot of good people to throw to. Josh Allen, you know. He's he likes to spread the ball like we saw last year, so he's just gonna he's just gonna share the ball with all yeah. receivers because you know he's the type of player that just wants to win and he's not gonna worry about like stats or fantasy yeah. during the yeah. game. He just I agree, I agree. For the other receivers, receivers, I think it's not gonna be good, but there are a couple receivers I think are gonna have great years for them. I think Dawson Knox is a tight end. He'll break out this season, in my opinion. Didn't get a great opportunity oh. last season, but he's hungry. He's gonna come back strong. And I think Diggs. Those are the two guys that are going to benefit off of this. No, definitely not. You th- you're forgetting about John Brown. Are you kidding me? That guy was no, the number first receiver last no. year. I think he'll be good. Don't get me wrong. I think he'll be very good. Right. But I don't think he's going to benefit off of Diggs coming in. Diggs is taking his snaps. Yeah. No. But if you if they okay, I'm not disagreeing that Diggs number one and he's going to get more receptions than Brown. But like. If Josh Allen doesn't learn to pass to both of them, then they're not going to do well. I'll just say that. Right. Oh, no, 110%. I could agree with you on that. But I think this is not a great situation for John Brown. I think this is going to be – he's going to have a frustrating season for him because Dawson Knox is going to get more touches. Diggs is going to get more touches. Yeah, And this is an offense that Singletary is going to get more carries this season because that's just how it's going to work. That's how the offense has been leaning towards – and I'm sorry, John Brown's a great player, but the offense is not moving in his direction. Yeah, no, I agree. They, well, if they 
I'm not gonna say they should try to model it after Brown, but he he kind of reminds me a, lot, a little bit of Deshaun Jackson, how his speed and he's a great deep route runner. Oh which yeah, is he's important. 100%. That's why that's why I think that if they can find a way to incorporate Brown equally, I'm not gonna say as many receptions or as many targets as last season, but let's say he's a role player this year and he does what they need and he gets a good amount of receptions and he has Allen's attention. That's gonna work so much better than if they just like start focusing on Diggs way more than Brown. I just that's what I disagree with. Okay, I think yeah. I agree to disagree. Next quarterback I'm going to talk about is Drew Brees. I'm very high on Drew Brees. I'm actually a huge fan of what he's been doing time in and time out. He's performed most, besides maybe Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers, he's the most consistent fantasy player year in and year out. He's one of my favorite players in the league based on how he carries himself. I actually think this is going to be a huge year for him, coming off a very solid year. He's hungry for not winning in the playoffs last year. Just They just acquired Emmanuel Sanders, who's a great option for him. I think their offense is going to be booming. The whole team is hungry. Michael Thomas, he has even more to prove now with the whole Devontae Parker feud. I think this is a great situation. And Alvin Kamara is hungry. He's a very good receiving back. This is all in all a great situation to be in. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to take any snaps now that he's gone. This is an excellent situation for him. They just signed Cesar Ruiz. Their center was definitely a weakness from last season. He's a great center, great blocker out of Michigan. I really love this offense. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees, like you said, is so consistent. I, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, if not maybe my favorite. Um, Michael Thomas, like you said, Michael Thomas is probably – I think he's the best receiver in the league. And, you know – Breeze, he's got such a great arm. He's so consistent. He's got a lot of experience. And I don't know if, like, him being hungry to make the playoffs is going to affect, like, the fantasy-wise. But, you know, he's he's got a lot of wide receivers. Like you said, they bolstered up the O-line. So I definitely think the pieces are there for, for Breeze to just have a huge season for fantasy. So I am I would definitely want – And let's not forget about Jared Cook. Yeah, he's exactly. One of the best tight ends in the league. When it came down to red zone or they need a third down conversion, he looked at Thomas and he looked to Jared Cook. Let's not forget that. It's not just yeah. Thomas. So uh, well, I think Thomas, no, this was the thing with Jared Cook. He started off the season very rough. I actually had him, but I dropped him because the first five weeks were just a complete nightmare. He could not perform. He could not get adjusted to the new scheme. But after week six, this dude was just as good as Well, that's any- not really a problem anymore. I think he's adjusted. Yeah, no, I think he's adapted. Well, he also he wasn't on the team before. He was right. coming from, yeah, no, that's true. That's he true. was on the Raiders. I think it took him a while yeah. to get adjusted. But when he got adjusted to Breeze, he was a third down nightmare. After week six, he was a top five fantasy tight end in every league. Standard PPR. Absolutely killed it. He was physical. He was strong. He got so many yards after the reception. I think he's definitely one of a uh, player to look out for. I know this isn't a tight end episode, but if you're listening to this, I would definitely invest in Jared Cook. I agree. I just want to bring up one problem which I have with Breeze is Taysom Hill. Like, do you think how do you think like them incorporating no. Taysom Hill in the offense? No. Is gonna well, I think they'll use him for special teams and possibly Come on, run blocking. But Mikey, they have they just got Jason uh Jameis Winston. I'm sorry, they just got Winston, so they're not going to use Hill as much for the quarterback position. All right. No. Well. 
Well, I agree. Winston won't even get that many snaps because oh I'll yeah, he may not even get any. Yeah, because Winston's slow. He's unathletic. That's that's and the Saints are loyal to Drew Brees. Like he's their quarterback. They're not gonna they're not exactly. gonna start Winston even though he's Bridgewater is gone. Bridgewater actually did take some. Well, it was not like Brady's was fighting for his job for Bridgewater. It's just when well, Brees well, went well, out for I don't like, know. Brees was actually hurt a couple. Of yeah, years. exactly. I know he was hurt for like five Brees games. Brees now it's five. No, but Brees should never been concerned for his job. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. it doesn't need but, to be. But still, it doesn't need to be. But they were uh, doing like special team possessions with Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. This season, it's only Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill only gets one or two snaps every game. Sometimes he's not even playing quarterback. Sometimes he's a wide receiver. Right. He's, a yeah. he's a monster. He's actually big. He's strong. Like I don't think he's the concern. Actually, I think Taysom Hill on the team helps Breeze's fantasy standpoint. I know this sounds crazy, but the reason they bring in Taysom Hill on some snaps is to actually gain momentum. And once they gain momentum, that's when the offense starts really pumping. Breeze is moving down the field. He's moving fast. He's energetic. Taysom Hill is just an energy guy who sur- gives a surge to the offense. That's that's why he's on the team. It's not to hurt Breeze. That's why I think it's going to be good this season. They have all the weapons. If the offense isn't doing well, he brings in a like a special team play, maybe a wildcat, and the offense is yeah. working again. Yeah. I, 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 just, I, think I just want to yeah. is ready for a big year. Right, well, that's. I would I would just like to bring up another quarterback that you guys both have, but I actually don't. You guys are Matt Ryan. Um, before I get into my point, I would just like to ask you a question. Do you think that Devontae Freeman was important for them last season? I'm. Uh, I agree. You know what, David? I'm gonna agree with you. Agree with Matt you. Ryan is not a good fantasy player for this year. He's so consistent. But think about it. He has two options. Hooper was great. He's out the door. Okay, I know, but no, my my point is that Hooper. I was going to get into this. Hooper, when they went to the red zone and the, when they were making an end zone drive, touchdown drive, the, the plan was get Hooper the ball. I know you guys may disagree. You guys say maybe it was Julio Jones, but that was the actual plan. Matt Ryan's been quoted on that. They wanted to get Hooper, right? right. And now he's gone. So now they have Ridley and Jones. Jones is getting a little old. He's still a really good wide receiver, but he's getting a little bit old. He's not going to – I don't think he's going to play a whole 16-game season. I think maybe he'll sit out for one game or two games. But Ridley cannot be the number one guy. He just cannot be. And he's not going to be that for the most of the season. But he's not going to have a great season. And there's no way Matt Ryan's going to have a lot of passing yards this season. No, there's I think no Gurley's going to have a great year. But... Yes, but exactly. They're going to hand it off to Gurley the whole time. Yeah, That's, that's my I point agree. about the Devontae Freeman thing. Yeah, I, I want to I wanna bring up a point. I think Hayden Hurst is going to have a good year, a year that – like how how many pass how many yards? He is not a, no good, but he is not even close to Austin Hooper. That's the but like problem. how many touchdowns? Is it like five touchdowns for? Yeah, like something like that. He's gonna have okay. a better year than he's had because he was behind Mark Andrews last season. Yeah, right. don't forget that. But and he is Boyle. not gonna. You cannot expect him to replace Austin Hooper. That is that is unfair. Yeah. To Hayden Hurst to expect him to be a top five fantasy player. But he's not. But he's in a perfect situation to have a good year. He's set up to have a good year. He's going to have a good the only, year. Yeah. The only reason because, why I had Matt Ryan was on my list is just I love his consistency. Like, yeah, he's played. That, that's he's had 11 years in the league. He's never played. Like, he's is like in 2009, he played 14 games. He's played 16 games every other season. Like, and, you know, he gets a lot of passing yards. He throws some touchdowns. The interceptions aren't even that high a lot of the seasons. So, I just like how he's so consistent. I if if I'm like if I need a well, Mikey, last season yeah, he did. Let's not forget this. He did throw fourteen interceptions. Yeah, if I need a quarterback okay. in the later rounds, I'm gonna 
the, I'm going to pick Matt Ryan because I know that he probably won't get hurt. He'll be solid. He'll be good enough. And, like, if he's available in the later rounds, I know that I'm not going to have to worry about, like, trading him away or having to pick up another quarterback. He'll be my number one guy. Yeah, he won't perform. That's a fair point. He, what? No. That's a fair point. Yeah, I know. This, I'm Matt Ryan. He's a very safe player. He's not going to be – he's not going to be a my, tough That's my point. That, exactly. I think he's, like, number he's 10 guy, on this list. He's a backup quarterback that I would love to have as my second string because you know that division. They need to put up points. I think Matt Ryan is the best backup fantasy quarterback in the league. Cause so why, is, why is he top 10 for you, Sam? No, because, I, I disagree. Sam, I think he's good enough to be, like, a starting quarterback. I think he's good enough to be a starter, but he's not a top 10 starter in my opinion. I, I know you guys feel different. I would no. – if you're, like, someone that, you know, like, you don't pick quarterbacks until really late in the draft and he's still sitting there, I would definitely pick him because yeah, – Well, yeah, it depends good. how your draft shapes out. It depends if yeah, you take I, a quarterback maybe early. It depends, but, like, I just like how the fact that he's reliable. Like you said, Sam, he's a safe quarterback. Maybe he's not the best fantasy quarterback. I definitely think that – I, I was debating putting him on the list, but I decided to. I just like how he, he's rarely hurt, rarely hurt. And he's got, like, Julio. He's got some options. He's got Ridley. No, I, yeah. I don't, so I, I, I just think that if uh, if I want to save quarterback and I stocked up on running backs and wide receivers and, you know, like I've got my points and I just need a safe quarterback who's going to get me through the week, I'm going to pick Matt Ryan. They have a weak schedule. The Bucks do not have a great defense. The Panthers' defense is not great. The Saints, do, you say the, do you say the Falcons have a weak schedule? I, it's not. No, 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 no. The Falcons have the hardest. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. <laughs> the defenses they play are not great. These are going to be high-scoring games. These are going to be games where Ryan's going to have to put up 40. Well, yeah, the whole division, the defense is kind of weak for the division. Like Saints are good, but the Saints' defense isn't top five. I think the Saints are going to win this, this division by a landslide, if you ask me. A landslide? It cannot be a landslide. I think they're going to go 13, 3, 12, and 4. Yeah, I think I don't think anyone goes. I don't think anyone else in the division does. Any well, Sam, I think them. I disagree with you when you talk about the defense. They have to go against Seattle. They have to go against um the Packers, the Bears. Though those are pretty tough defenses, not. and they have to play the Chargers defense. Like they they have the hardest schedule in the NFL. Yeah, but these are shootout games. These are not low. That's so not true. Chargers is not going to be a shootout game. Chargers offense isn't elite. Their defense is. Elite. I think the I think the Falcons are going to kill that game. That's my opinion. All right, that's fair. One quarterback I have that you guys might not have is Jimmy G. I think I have not been a huge fan of Jimmy G in the past. I He's not the greatest fantasy running back. They were a very heavy run offense last year. I think we can all agree they had a ton of guys. They had Coleman. They had Breda. They had McKinnon. They were a very run-heavy uh, offense last year with an excellent offensive line. But I think – I think they're going to move towards the passing game. And here's why. I think Jimmy G, he actually showed that he could pass fairly well. He cut down on his interceptions from the year before. He wasn't a very good quarterback at all the year before. I think he won a couple games. Debo for next year. Breakout. He what? I think Debo is going to help him next year. Like exactly. Breakout. Breakout he Debo. He just, I think Kittle, oh my God, Kittle is just excellent. Best tight end in the league, in my opinion. I think... They just drafted Ayuk, and th- that's replacing Sanders. Sanders wasn't even there the whole season last year. He was there for a very short amount of time, and he, he was there mostly in the playoffs. He was a playoff guy. That's why they brought that's him fair. in. Yeah. When they started performing, they needed a, a yeah. good wide receiver for the playoffs. So Listen, I like that. No, I it's like a solid pick. Because he does I, have I weapons. Like so, 
Yeah, he's he's not on my list. Yeah, but I, I definitely think that Jimmy G. He's like, if in my opinion, he's like eleven, twelve, like on like on a list. But I don't know if I want to include him in my top ten. But I like what you're saying. No, because he's a later round guy. He's an eighth or ninth round, depending on how you want to structure. I think he's more of a backup quarterback. If you ask me, it depends. It really depends. Depends on your draft, actually. If you go to the eighth or ninth round and you're just loading up on your weapons, uh, you're getting you're getting flex. You're getting tons of running backs, wide receivers, and you need a quarterback in the eighth or ninth round. That's sometimes how I structure my draft. Where I actually don't take a quarterback to the eighth or ninth round. If you look at his options, yeah, he also has yeah, Kendrick right. Bourne. He's coming off a good year. They have Trent Williams. They just acquired him in free agency for the offensive line. He's well protected. He has time yeah. in the pocket. Yeah. And uh, they just released Breda, which is another option that he's he doesn't he can't run the ball to him anymore. Breda actually did get a lot of carries last season. So now they're moving towards Mostert, who and Mostert is a very good receiving back. Mostert can catch. We're having no. a huge year from Debo Samuel. Sam, turn your ring off. All right, my bad. Just say, say less say running backs, Mostert, big, big yeah, year. Guys, but... We really – yeah, guys, here, here's the plan. I'm going to go with Watson next. And then can I do like, Baker I after? I want to do like one-minute max for him. Then we'll do Baker, right. and then the last thing we'll say is Dak, all right? Or Rodgers if you want to throw in too. But we, we got no, to go speed this up because this is a long podcast, and I, I want to keep it less too than like 30 minutes hopefully. Right. Yeah, I I think less running, right. more that's throwing. Fair. That's what it comes down to. All right. So the next quarterback I want to bring up that you guys don't have is Deshaun Watson. I don't really want to dive too deep into Deshaun Watson, but I still think yeah, like they had a terrible offseason, they lost Hopkins, but I still think that Deshaun Watson is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. You know, he he's just he's gonna show up, and I think he's gonna. I actually think he's the type of player that's going to make the best out of the situation he's with. Yeah, he might be a little bit upset, but he's too young to, like, walk well, out. Like, he doesn't have enough experience, like, tenure in the league. Just say, like, you know what, I'm just going to sit. Like, I think he's going to make the best of the situation. Maybe, like, you don't have him in your top ten, but I just think still based on how talented of a quarterback he is, um, then I definitely think Well, that, Mikey, you know, I agree that he's going to, you know, perform as best as he can regardless of the situation, but I disagree with – he has so much power. He's so much power. He's probably the best player on their team right now. He can absolutely walk out if he wanted to. Well, will he eventually? I think probably he'll next season. Yeah, I think he will think, actually. Why would you want to be there go. for a coach that doesn't want you there I or doesn't care about your surroundings? That's why he's going to leave. He has that much power. And like, yeah, I'll have a great year, possibly this season with Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. But like, you, they're losing Hopkins. Right. Like, that's important. That's at least not too Randall much, Cobb. Sam. Right. Uh, well, Randall Cobb did have a, a solid year last year with the Cowboys. He's not. No, he's their third option behind. And Cooks. Uh, Fuller. Fuller's going to have a good the, year. There's just no one replacing yeah, Hopkins, which have... is the problem. Yeah. No. Because no, one, no one's good enough to actually yeah. like, be a substitute for Hopkins. But, like, and he's also solid, a solid like, uh, gonna... running quarterback. So. Yeah, he's very skilled. But it's going to be hard to replace Hopkins. But he's still talented enough to make it work. Okay, so I know right, this Dave, is probably the most controversial. But I have actually Baker. I know he had a pretty terrible season last year, throwing oh, 21 wow. interceptions and 22 touchdowns, but hear me out. Oda Beckham said that he's going to work harder than anybody else this offseason. He's going to get better. Terrible year last season, we can all agree. And he's going to get much better, more receptions, more targets. Now they're bringing in Austin Hooper. He was arguably one of the best tight ends last season, fantasy and, not, and non-fantasy. 
That's important. That's a valuable tight end for Baker since David Njoku wasn't that guy who was injured for most season. Then you also have Jarvis Landry. Let's not forget him. He's also a solid option. If you don't have OBJ open, you have a solid slant around the middle. Like, that's a solid 800 yards for a season for Landry and possibly a 1,000-yard season for OBJ. Like, Baker, if he cuts down on the turnovers, he can be a really good quarterback because of all the weapons he has around him. And let's not forget about Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. You have a good point that Baker has the weapons to make it happen. He has uh, Kareem Hunt, who's the no, best no, receiving back no in the way. NFL in life. <laughs> no. McCaffrey's the best receiving back. Oh, top three, top three. McCaffrey. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. I don't even see that. Y'all <laughs> get on with it. I don't know. He's your top three receiving back in the NFL. You look at it. He came back. He does not run the ball, actually, that off. They don't run it to him. He's kind of a slot guy, similar <laughs> to Eckler. I think the best – the, maybe not the best or top three, but the best receiving backs in the NFL are Eckler, CMC, Kareem Hunt, and I guess there are a couple other guys that you could throw in for the same. Baker has the weapons to happen. He has Odell, he has Jarvis, he has Kareem Hunt, and he has Hooper. Offensive lines improved, but as we've seen, okay, Baker's that's, that's not fine, the most consistent guy. Similar to so Winston, want... a lot of interceptions, a lot of touchdowns, if not, that if equals not. good fantasy points. I think okay. he has the weapons. I just don't think he's. That's why to, it's like, controversial. Use, exactly. No, no. I, this yeah. is what I'm yeah. gonna say. He has Case Keenum as his backup. If he doesn't perform, he will not start. And I think that's definitely a possibility by the end of the season. Yeah, but if you're gonna yeah. take Baker in as your number one quarterback. You better make sure. That I'm not you saying have it's gonna be like a guarantee number one, back, but back I think he's yeah. a top ten in my opinion. I just I, that's that's my wild prediction. No, he is. It, it's he's, controversial. No. I I agree. It's a lot of exactly. risk and a ton of reward. I, I, right, fair. David, I want to also bring up another person that you have, Matt Stafford. Like, I, I didn't put him on my list, but I actually agree. Like, he's like an incredible fantasy quarterback. The no. only reason why I didn't want to include him on my list is right, because well, I think the Lions are going to be I have a solid argument for why I have Stafford on here, right? Let's, let's – can uh, we like, agree the Lions are going to have a solid running back right now, not a solid starter? This isn't enough for controversy. This is yes or no. We yeah, haven't seen a healthy yeah, Matt Stafford yeah. since 2017. He's not, in okay. 2017, yeah. he had 4,500 yeah, passing yards to go along with 29 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions, right? And that, I believe the Lions made the playoffs that year. The year before that, I don't know which one, right? You have a healthy Matt Stafford. Now you have Galladay, Marvin Jones, who are both actually really good playmakers and have the ability to go up and catch balls in the clutch. So that's important for them. Yes, they may not win a lot of games, but that does not really make the quarterback a bad person or a bad quarterback. Yeah. They still have exactly. I just think that, like, yeah, he'll be if he plays I, a full season, because he didn't play a full season last year, played half a season, and look at the numbers, but up 19 touchdowns and only five interceptions. Like, he was on set for, like, a 5,000-yard season. I, I agree. He's coming off, uh, I mean, it wasn't a great, yeah. it wasn't a gruesome injury, but still, you got to always watch out. I Will mean, they have, like, a 5,000-yard passing season? No, but, like, I could see 4,000. Yeah, no, he's one of those guys. He's, like, a bubble starter, a yeah. great backup. I agree. Yeah. All right. The next guy I want to bring up is Dak Prescott. Um, he's, on my- he's on my list. Last year, he had a great fantasy um, year, actually. I think, you know, he's going to have a bounce back year. Like, yeah, like the Cowboys, they're just not that good. Like, I don't really like the Cowboys. But Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, you just got uh, C.D. Yeah, Lamb, who I think was the best receiver. A lot of weapons. And Zeke out of the backfield. Yeah, exactly. I Like, yeah, maybe Dak Prescott isn't the most, like, talented quarterback by himself. But for fantasy, he's got a lot of wide receivers to throw to. I mean, like, yeah, he's he's gonna hand it off to Zeke too. But like, oh. 
he might throw just, to Zeke sometimes. Yeah, like, I, I agree. He actually like, set up for succession. Yeah, uh, they like, just I, got, I think he, I think he's gonna be on my list. Like, I no, think I, I I completely agree. I think yeah, like I don't know if he's the best raw quarterback like without fantasy, but like. If I'm gonna, you know, like for fantasy wise, like I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna pick yeah, him. Like, I 100 percent agree. There. He's not a good quarterback, but he's a good fantasy quarterback. Yeah, There's yeah, a huge right. difference. They just got Mike McCarthy. Also, he's the coach of the Packers guy. for Rodgers. Right. He did a great job. Yeah, th- I think that's gonna be huge for him. I mean, they ne- he never had that quarterback. Jason Garrett, come on, he's not. He's not well, a really exactly. Yeah. So I think there's only Dak's got a better coach now. I mean, I yeah, feel like I guess, he's gonna develop. I guess so. They yeah, they did bring in CD Lamb, which is obviously gonna help. But they did lose Witten and they did lose Randall Cobb. I actually think Mike McCarthy's gonna really. Well, not help. only that, but Dak um, had also Dak, a lot of passing yeah, yards. Yeah, I believe the most in the league. Yeah, but he helped. Ro- Ro- Dak Ro- was in contention. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. Like I think yeah. he's gonna. Dak was. Dak was in contention for MVP at one point last season. Yeah, no, exactly. Dak's not all bad. Like I know he he gets a lot of hate. Um, I know like the Cowboys they get a lot of heat. Hate like yeah, I don't like them, but like you know, Dak I think is a solid pick for for fantasy. I really do. All right, the last quarterback, Sam. You have Aaron Rodgers on your list. Um, me and David don't. Just explain why you have him on your list. He has had a little bit of a fall off the last couple of seasons. I think I agree. They don't have a lot of great weapons. It might be a pass heavy offense, but come on, you know, he's going to have a good season no matter what happens. That's true. The Packers always finish fairly high. Uh, I think he just has to have a good season. He's motivated. He's towards the later stretch in his career. The Packers are still a contender. Damn, that's not Come the on, reason why I, I think he's going to have a good the season. The reason I don't have him is because his only weapon now is Jimmy Graham gone. It's Devonta Adams. And you, there's like, you can't, like, yes, Aaron yeah. Jones is going to be back. And you have Jamal Williams and wow. Andy Dillon, but they're going to run the ball. That means they're going to run the ball. You have three solid starting running backs. They're gonna run they don't the want to risk, like, Rodgers is not going to. And I never Rogers said he wasn't gonna, a I think good, like, I think he's like a top five quarterback that you guys may not think that, but I think he is. So, like, I think he's a really good quarterback. I just don't think he's a good fantasy I have so much respect for him. They just brought – okay, they also just brought in – I don't know if you guys realize this, but they just brought in Funches. Funches is actually a good player too, and Lazard is going to have a good year. And they have Valdez Scantling. I think he does yeah. have weapons, but it's not good for the receivers. It's very spread out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Crunch Time. We'll be back with new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Follow our Instagram at Crunch Time Pod. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and many other streaming platforms. And we have a TikTok, so please go check that out. And we will see you next time.